The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Infertility and Me podcast. We are on episode 10. Yay for that. We've made it this far. Thank you guys for your support. You're sharing the podcast and for giving me lots of feedback via social media DMs and such. And I just want to remind you guys, if you could please rate, subscribe, and leave a review for the podcast to help us grow our Connect and Heal family. I do appreciate it. So please, please, please don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave a review for me. I'm going to jump into today's topic, which is in those genes. And I wanted to give some facts and information about um, genetically predisposed conditions that affect you and your fertility and possibly make you infertile. And a lot of these are definite um, conditions for infertility and very, very, very common. A lot of you may have it. Some of you may know someone that has it. Um, and you may be in a current cycle going through it or newly diagnosed. So I just wanted to get some knowledge and information and put it out there. Maybe somebody hasn't been taught in depth what these things are. And um, and, they, and maybe you haven't been taught that it's, it's a, it can be, gen, you can be uh, genetically predisposed to it. So I, I, I'm always about information and knowledge aside from sharing encouragement and support from stories of others who have been in the infertility journey or who are going through it. A lot of our episodes are interview and discussion based, but I do like to give out some facts and information as well because I like to do a lot of reading. And so I just want to pass the information along to you guys. And some of these I did not know were um, gen considered genetic disorders that could possibly have been given to you by, um, you know, a great, 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 great grandmother or grandfather. So I just want to pass it on to you guys. And I got the information from the National Center for Biotechnology and Information. And basically, it was just a study that was completed in 2016 or 17, I believe. And I will leave the link in the show notes. Make sure you check in the show notes to go onto their website and look at the information for yourself. So you know I'm not bullcrapping you. And my uh, source is from a reputable um, well, I have a reputable source that I'm using and giving to you guys the information. And a fun little uh, fact is that the first IVF baby was born in 725, 1978. Her name is Louise Brown, and she was born in Greater Manchester, UK. And she was the very first IVF baby known to man. And let's see another fact or tip well not really a tip but it's a fact that 50% of infertility cases are caused by genetic issues so I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad about their condition 
or feel bad about your circumstances. Because look, I have an environmental slash lifestyle slash whatever else the hell you want to call it um, condition called hypothyroid disease. Um, it's it can be I, it can be genetically uh, predisposed, but there's no one in my family who has it. So I know for me, um, that's not the issue, and it was not listed in this study. So I'm going to say that it's safe to assume that hypothyroidism may not always be considered um, something that you would get from your genes. So moving right along. So these are things that um, can affect your infertility genetics wise. And so the first thing was chromosomal abnormalities and genetic diseases can decrease your fertility um, quite a bit. And that is uh, one, sperm development for men, and two, embry embry embryo implantation or normal development of your embryos for females. So like I was saying, chromosomal abnormalities can be passed down from generation to generation through fetuses. And in some rare diseases, that might include fragile X syndrome, cystic fibrosis or CF, and Tay-Sachs. Uh, cystic fibrosis causes reduced or absent sperm in the semen for men. And cystic fibrosis for women who are very, very ill and usually underweight, it will cause irregular or absent ovulation, aka anovulation. And then another very comic, common um, genetic predisposed condition is endometriosis. And sometimes we call it um, endo in the infertility world too. So endo is usually very painful. Um, it's an inflammatory condition of the uterine lining, which grows outside of the womb, which is why it causes so much pain. It doesn't belong there, so that makes sense. And then we have next fibroids which is very, very, very common in the African-American community here in the U.S. I'm not really sure how widespread it is in other continents and countries with women of color and black women of Afro descent. I'm not really sure. That might be have to be something I'll look into and see whether it's just in the U.S. But here in the U.S., fibroids is very uncommon, very common. So... Uh, my mom had it, and um, I know some other people have had it and um, who have gotten hysterectomies and or just had them removed. I also know some people who have taken herbal teas, and it was very effective in shrinking the size of the fibroids, which is a tumor, almost like. But they call it textbook. It's called an abnormal growth, and it grows in a woman's uterus, and it's usually benign and non-cancerous, but they always check, of course, to make sure that it isn't causing, uh, it doesn't have any cancerous cells growing or anything in it. And then the next one is PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is another very, very common uh, infertility diagnosis. And that is a hormonal imbalance causing cysts and irregular periods. And it's very common. And I heard it can be uh, painful as well. And let's see, the other one was POI, which is primary ovarian insufficiency, or um, what's the other name for it? Oh, premature ovarian failure, which basically means that a woman's body goes into menopause before the age of 40. And I'm seeing a lot of that 
um, on Instagram, in Facebook groups, and in articles. A lot of women are having primary ovarian failure and their eggs are basically older than their bodies. And, um, and I guess that's not right, but it more so has to do with the body being um, going into menopause before the age of 40, therefore affecting her eggs and follicles and such. And then, let's see, was there another condition that they had listed on the, no, that was the main conditions that they had listed um, that are very common in the infertility world. And like I said, I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable, nor did I want to make you feel like, you know, uh, I didn't want any, I don't want anyone to feel like bad about their condition. No matter what it is, whether it's PCOS, fibroids, um, POF, endometriosis, uh, Tay-Sachs, any of those things. I don't, I, don't, I don't want you guys to feel attacked and I don't want to make you feel worse about your condition either. I just wanted to put the knowledge out there and let you know that, hey, even science is telling you that nine times out of ten, um, it's not your fault and it's nothing that you did wrong to have these conditions. And I don't want to get into it. It's a topic for another day, but we all know that our, uh, food plays a part for a lot of these things. And it may not have been in our generation. It could have been in the generation before us. Um, that's just my conspiracy theory. I think that there's a lot in that food, the chemicals, the pesticides, all that stuff. Even when you eat vegan, you know, it's, it's everything is so contaminated. You don't even know what's what from here or there. So I just want you guys to know that it's not your fault and that infertility is a struggle for us all. And I'm always out there rooting for you guys and I just want you guys to focus on the positivity. Like I've said in previous episodes, focus on your mental, spiritual welfare if you don't do anything else. There are some of you out there who are, you know, in a lot of, lot of pain because of some of these conditions. And, you know, you're feeling lethargic. You're f you have a uh, foggy brain syndrome, which is a lot of what I went through with hypothyroid disease. And um, you're gaining weight, you know, because of all the hormones. Give your body a break when you need to, guys. If your body's telling you I need a break, take that break. The treatment will always be there for you when you're ready to pick up again and continue your journey to parenthood. But there you get one body, you know, and this is a vessel that is to be taken care of and it's not to be taken lightly either. And I want you guys to just try to remain positive about your conditions and there are people out there going through worse situations than we are, even in the midst of all of this, believe it or not. Um, so it's very difficult. I know this. Very, very difficult to stay optimistic and to not feel hopeless and to feel like your dreams of parenthood will not be realized. But I promise you, you will get there some way, somehow, and it may just be in a different way than you expected. You know, um, that's that's one of the things I have to keep reminding myself that no matter what happens in life, it may not be the way that I thought it was going to be. And it may not transpire the way that I thought it was going to transpire. And 
it may put me in a situation that I never saw myself in, but it could be good for me, you know. And so I just want to encourage you guys and I hope that you can feel the positivity out here in the podcast waves. And I just want you guys to get through it the best way you can with as much knowledge as you can and just continue to love yourself, guys. This is this is this is not your fault and it is not it's not going to take you out. It's not. And you're not going to go crazy and you're going to get through it and you're going to be all right. And you will live to see and talk about it another day. And it will be and it and you will get to a place at some point where you can talk about it freely without crying and without feeling the pain all over again. I, I promise you that much. So, again, guys, please do not feel bad about your situation. I just wanted to give you some knowledge and to give you some encouragement and to give you something to think about, you know, and, and, and really take a look at your situation and realize that there's still a lot of life to be living. So while you're in the midst of you're trying to conceive, while you're in the midst of figuring out if you want to adopt, if you want to use um, egg donors, sperm donor, if you want to go the route of um, adoption, just know that whatever you choose is your choice to make and if you go through all the cycles if you do all the things that you possibly and humanly can do just know that there's somebody waiting there's somebody watching and they're in there and they're rooting for you and you not knowing that they may be going through a similar situation. It wasn't until I started talking about it that I found out so many other people were dealing with it and that so many other people had a family member who went through it. And um, it just made me feel good because it was like, okay, well, I thought I was a, a train wreck, you know, but I wasn't and people felt my strength. And so I just want you guys to stay strong because this is not the end and it's not the end of your story. And I thank you guys for tuning in with me for these last 14 to 15 minutes. You guys know I'm not long winded. I like to get straight to the point and I don't like to hold you too long. Again, if you could leave a review for this podcast and give a five star rating, I really appreciate it. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, YouTube, Infertility and Me. If you just type that in, it'll come up. Um, and what's the other one I'm on? Uh, Overcast. And um, we're still waiting to hear back from iHeartRadio. They're taking forever. And we're also available on, um, I can't remember the other one. But if you go to my social media handles, I have everything in the bio of my Instagram page and that is infertility and me underscore and as well on Facebook infertility and me too and you guys can continue to connect and heal with me on those platforms you can email me questions comments feedback anything you like that will help me be better of service to you guys and especially with topics that you'd like to hear and I'll be giving you more a uh, conversation with other infertility and fertility warriors and their experiences, whether they are in the midst or have come out uh, and saw the light at the end of the tunnel. 
and just know that I am praying for you guys. I am thinking about all of you guys who are struggling, male, female, uh, the LGBTQ community. I'm rooting for you guys. Love is love and light for you guys. And we'll, uh, well, I hope you tune back with me. Thank you very much, guys. Love and light.